Welcome to the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. When you're trying to get pregnant, whether naturally or with the help of a fertility doctor, weight loss can better your chances of success. I'm Dr. Stephanie Fine, and I help you do just that. Let's go. Hello, fabulous. I'm so happy to be here. Welcome to the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. We talk all things weight loss when you're trying to conceive, and that's on your own or with the help of a fertility doctor. Love those fertility doctors. And today we're talking about calorie counting. I have a lot of opinions about it. <laughs> you're, about, you're about to hear them. And so the issue is there's a better way to do it. And calorie counting is so ubiquitous. Weight Watchers is based on it, you know, which and it's that's such a main way of dieting. It seems so straightforward because I do think that there's some truth to calories in, calories out. I mean, there is truth to calories in, calories out. So then the logic means that you just count calories. The problem is it doesn't work that way. Gosh, I wish it did. It would be so simple. But there is so much emotion and brain work that needs to happen in order for us to be able to have fewer calories that just counting them misses the boat. It just it just misses it completely. It misrepresents how losing weight works. But but because it's like has a little truth in it, we can use it to beat ourselves over the head. And that's the main problem with it. And so I'm going to go into detail, but that's the general rule is if if it could be used for good, then it's fine. <laughs> it's like, you know, a knife can be used as a scalpel to help remove, you know, cancer, but it also could be used to, you know, rob someone and, and stab them. So the way that calorie counting is used now is just, it's unsafe. And I'm going to talk to you about why. But the reason, the problem with calorie counting as a guide for weight loss are, here we go, is that it's an external authority. So anything that you're giving power to something outside yourself will inherently have problems. Because Sometimes we do have to give our authority out. And again, a doctor is an, an, an example of that, is someone who knows more about a particular topic than maybe you do. And so it makes sense to really only hear what they have to say. I mean, now that I think about it, you know, if you, I mean, you're, you're not giving your authority, you're having an educated thought process and then collaborating with the doctor. Ideally, I think that's how it should be. And often it is. And if it doesn't feel that way, you could always get a second opinion. You may not be comfortable with that. Anyway, there's lots of lots of nuances to that comparison. But the point is, is that whenever you give your power outside of you, it sets you up for a lot of problems. Number one, it's something to rebel against. So you can get mad at something, right? Something outside you. And while that's not a problem in and of itself, it doesn't help us with the skills that we need to learn in order to learn to eat in a way that supports our body in a healthy way and has us at a weight that feels good to us. 
sets up an us versus them, you know, me versus this counting tool. And when I'm talking about counting calories, by the way, I should go back. I'm talking about when you're given a number, like do not go above this number, that idea. Not the fact that foods have calories and you can count them. That that actually isn't the, the point. That's not a problem. It's when you're you're given a limit, especially externally. Like someone says, oh, you're five, six, this is how many calories you should be eating. That's the problem. And then when we're given the limit and then we count them up to that point, right? We have to stay below that point. That's what I'm talking about with calorie counting. That's the kind of thing sort of Weight Watchers does with points or I'm not sure how they're doing it these days, but when there's a limit, that's the problem. And when we give our power, our authority away to a limit, a number that someone else has given us, that sets us up. Again, to be mad, to have an us versus them, but also this idea that the the number, this number that someone gave you is has more knowledge, knows better than you do. It doesn't. I promise it doesn't. It's a number that maybe you would lose weight if you ate less than that, but but that as a goal for every day, and I'm going to go into that more, does not make any sense. Because here's the thing. Like I said, if the you can give authority to a doctor, but eating is an inherent uh, process for us, for our bodies. So babies don't count calories, right? We, we are born knowing how to eat. So that's why making it external, a, a limit, an external limit doesn't make sense for, the, for eating, for what we're talking about here. So again, if it's external, it's something to get mad at, us versus them. It doesn't have you taking responsibility for anything because you could blame the number. Bla- you know, the way that you're feeling about things is because of the number. It's because I can't. It's because I could, that sort of thing. What we want ideally is for there to be a tool that develops your sense of responsibility about the things you're eating, about how your body's feeling based on the things that you're eating, and not in a way for us to beat ourselves up. But when we bring it back in, which is where it started until it got a sort of trained out of us, and calorie limits are one of the ways it got trained out of us, by the way, when we can take the control back, when we're dealing with it internally and developing our internal um, guides, then there's nothing to rebel against. It's just decisions that we're making for ourselves. When we have that external authority and we're re- something to rebel against, we, def- we can defy it. We feel justified in defying it like a teenager with the parents, right? I'm not listening to you. And so it ends up, can end up backfiring where we wanted to lose weight, but we get so frustrated and upset with this artificial number that we then defy it. We then overeat. We're, we we then use it as, and this is what happens so much. It's we set it up as impossible to keep. We don't keep it, and now we put that in the fail category for ourselves. And it's yet more evidence that we can't do this, that we can't trust ourselves, that we can't 
it's a really terrible vicious cycle, starting with a limit that we're given that's artificial, not real, and not the way that our bodies work. Another problem with calorie counting is that we can get dependent on it. And what I mean by that is we think that it it knows <laughs> that so that everything is about how many calories I can eat and how and how I'm doing this and how many I have left and and that sort of thing. And so we we can't go on vacation and we can't go through our pregnancy and we can't we feel like we don't know how to do anything if we're not using the calorie counting. And there's plenty of places where that may not work for us. And if you can't find the information, then it feels out of control. We don't have a safety net if all we're doing is limit to the calories. And that external limit doesn't know your body or your activity levels or your desires, all of which are important. If we're going to sustain weight loss, we need to be able to eat the things we like that make our body feels good, that gives us more fuel when we're more active. So a limit can't know any of that. That's partly why it just doesn't make a lot of sense. And again, I just keep imagining the I've heard it so many times, you know, there's a limit and we can't do it for whatever reason. And then it's just a failure. I can't lose weight. I can't do it. It's so disheartening. And the problem with it being so disheartening is that it's not true. It's a setup. Another thing that doesn't work with calorie counting in terms of having a limit is that it's static, right? So it's the same every single day. Well, we're not the same every day. Uh, We do activities differently in the day. We wake up differently in the day. We have different needs in the day. We, we're, Like I said, we're on vacation. We are pregnant. So it's not fluid enough. It's not dynamic. And we're humans with human bodies. We need that. Also, the calorie counting limits don't care how you get there. <laughs> this is a big one. It doesn't care. It's like have 1,200 calories. It could be 1,200 calories of Oreos or it could be 1,200 calories of proteins and veggies. That's a problem. 1,200 calories of Oreos is very different than 1,200 calories of protein and vegetables. And there's no room or space for that with a calorie limit. It also encourages game playing and manipulating. Remember, that's part of that external, you know, it's an external locus of control, right? So you you want to, with that teenager, you're manipulating or trying to f- game the system, hack it, whatever, so that you have zero calorie this or the, you know, this jello is zero calories and that, like all these, all these ways of sort of manipulating to stay under the limit when you don't even like jello. You don't even want it. But it's, we get into this different mindset. It's not about what we want, what fuels our body, what feels good. It's about gaming the system. And whenever we get into that feeling, we're sort of lost in terms of how it affects us, how we want to continue. That's where the sustainability comes in. It just, it's not sustainable. So it encourages these behaviors that feel on off, feel very diety because they are, and they miss the real reason 
and way to lose weight in a healthy, sustainable way. There's also the, when you have that limit, and let's say you've had, let's say the limit is I'm making it up 1,200 calories and you've had 1,000 calories today. You have 200 extra calories. What are you going to eat? No, <laughs> we don't want that. We want you eating what's, what feels right for your body that day. It doesn't matter how many you've had or how many you're going to have. It's, it, it's only based on what your body needs. But the real, the biggest problem that I have with calorie counting limits is that it erodes your relationship with yourself. That's really the main problem with it. For us to have sustainable weight loss, we need to have a strong, trusting relationship with ourselves. And having a calorie counting limit does not do that. It has you thinking that the limit knows more than you do. It sometimes will ask you to go hungry, like, oh, you've had the 1,200 calories, sorry. What does that mean? Really? You're not allowed to eat anymore? And then so then you're denying your hunger or you're now you're labeling it as bad because you shouldn't be hungry. You've already had 1,200 calories. If a body is hungry, it truly hungry, physically hungry, it wants fuel. And we can give it to that, but not if you've hit the limit and you feel like you can't. So you're now asking yourself to do things that aren't easy because they're not sort of natural. They're, they're not how it's meant to be. And you're denying your wants and your needs all in service of this limit. Learning how to have wants and needs and fuel your body and be a weight that you're happy with is the the stuff that has to be learned and it can be learned but it needs internal work not a superimposed calorie limit it only works i'm putting that in air quotes when you don't trust yourself when you only trust it and that just can't ever work it keeps showing you it 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 gives you evidence that you can't trust yourself but you can. And I, I know it's funny, even just saying that if you've had a lot of this calorie counting limit dieting, it really feels like you can't. You've been told probably a lot, mostly in your head, but in your head because of our culture that you can't trust your body. Now there is, I will say there's a nuance there. We can trust our body. It's our brain that gets a little messed up. And this is one of the ways where it thinks, oh, a calorie limit is the right way to go. Your body won't think that, but your brain may. And so connecting with our body and, and having that trusting relationship with our body becomes very, very important. And it's not something you can do with this calorie limit, calorie counting idea. So those are the reasons I don't recommend calorie counting limits as a sustainable or enjoyable or easy way to lose weight. It, it's none of those. None of those would happen with calorie counting. And of course, we've been there before where we've tried it and it works. 
for a very short amount of time. But that's not what we're interested in. We're interested in having a good relationship with ourselves, our bodies, our food. Doesn't that sound amazing? Oh my God. It's totally possible, but not with calorie counting limits. The better way is using the hunger scale. The hunger scale. And that's in episode two, if you haven't heard the hunger scale yet. And basically the hunger scale is eating when you're hungry, stopping when you're satisfied, not full. And not letting yourself get too hungry. Learning how to read your body, know when you're hungry and when you're satisfied is everything. That skill will last you forever. And the hunger scale establishes an internal authority. You're taking responsibility for for responding to your needs and wants. It's huge. The buck stops with you. If you're unhappy with the way you're eating or the way your body's feeling, then you're going to figure it out. And that's who should figure it out. It should be you figuring it out. Now, not that you can't get help and ask, look for information and evaluate it for yourself or get guidance from a a trusted person who will help you establish the relationship with yourself, not have them be the authority, but help you figure out your body and your hunger and, and gaining the skill for you to be able to figure these things out. Because I promise you, you can. It's using the hunger scale strengthens the relationship with yourself. Not only are you listening to your hunger cues, but you're you're also feeling into your body more often. So you're starting to notice how foods feel in your body. And also you're noticing the emotions that you have because there are physical feelings that happen with emotions. And when you're more in tune with your physical feeling, you'll start to notice that. You're noticing hunger, you're noticing satisfaction, you're noticing how the body feels with certain foods, and you're noticing emotions. These are vital for you to have sustainable weight loss, for you to have, to use food appropriately, not to eat our emotions or use it for coping mechanism, but for fuel, not terrible fuel, not gruel, but enjoyable fuel, but not as a a comfort. There's many other things we can do for comfort. And using the hunger scale as a way to gain trust with yourself and lose weight will help you, will point you in the right direction, gets you there. It's also always with you. Your hunger's always with you. Your body's always with you. So helpful. You always have it. You have it on vacation. You have it in all phases of your life, conceiving and pregnant and lactating and after that and menopause and old age, All always. On vacation, moving, changing jobs, like everything. It's always with you. And learning how to have a relationship with it and respond to it is always going to be with you. And it's so, that's so helpful. And it's dynamic. So it, all those things happening, you have may have different needs. If you're more active, if you're less active, all of that, your hunger will respond to be more when it needs more, less when it needs less. 
and there's no games to play. You're the only player. So so if you're hacking the system, it's your own system. There's no there's no winning. I mean, there's there's no one to pull anything over on. It's you. That's so helpful. So there's no sneaking or doing or anything. You're you're eating when you're hungry, you're stopping when you're satisfied. Period. What do you want? Have that until you're satisfied. Then stop. You feel the consequences of whatever you're doing. That's a great system, right? So whatever you do, you're the one who who will feel the consequences. Perfect. You can start to make the connections. It's so valuable. And it really matters the process of how you get to weight loss. The counting calorie limit as discussed, it could be painful. So that's not something you're going to necessarily want to do. But learning to trust yourself and listening to your hunger is such a valuable, sustainable way to lose weight. It feels better going down and staying down. So this, there's my argument for why calorie counting limits are not my preferred way of doing it, that I would call sort of regular diet, something you go on and off, that sort of thing. And the hunger scale is such a useful tool for a, a really a better way to lose weight. Now, I want to have a note here. So keeping a food log is different than counting calories. So when I'm talking about counting calories and the limit, That's what I explained up there. But I do think that food logging is amazing. Writing down your food, the food you've eaten, or the food you will eat, pre-logging is an awesome way of doing things. It's a great tool for accountability and conscious eating. I talk about logging in detail in episode three. That's different than a calorie counting limit. Knowing what you've eaten is a, a very useful tool. It's really worth it to develop the skill of using the hunger scale. You develop trust with yourself and your body, a better connection with how you feel both emotionally and physically with the foods you eat. And it's with you all the time through pregnancy and beyond. I highly recommend the hunger scale as a way for you to lose weight and get a really good relationship with food going trusting yourself around food and feeding your body in a healthy way. I'm always here to help you with this. Lose weight with me. Connect with me on Instagram at stephaniefinemd or on my website, stephaniefinemd.com. That's F-E-I-N. I am sending you so much love for the rest of the week. Mwah! If you follow, share, rate, and review this podcast, you'll be helping it reach others just like you and making their journey with weight loss and fertility just a bit easier. Lighten their load. Share in your groups and social media. Thank you, fabulous. Fabulous.